Welcome to episode 50 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Kevin. We are two artists, illustrators, and filmmakers, and each week we take some of The Endless Stream content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, Disney+, Plus, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. Unfortunately, Brian can't be with us today, but we press on without him. We were supposed to have a, a guest joining us. We do address it in the podcast, so that's kind of all I'll say about that here. This week, we are talking about the trailers that are out. We're talking about uh, comic books that Kevin has read. We're talking about my nights out around Dublin City. We're talking about primarily the Peacemaker show. We go through a kind of episode by episode and we talk about it. Overall, we had a lot of fun with Peacemaker, and this is a fun episode with just the two of us on it. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, going over to iTunes if that's what you use, and giving us a rate and review. You can head over to Instagram as well and follow us at The Endless Cast. You can comment and send direct messages there. If you disagree with us, give us your opinion. We'll respond to you there. And if you want, you can send us a email at theendlesscast at gmail.com and we'll respond to you there. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Episode 50! Episode 50 of the Endless Stream. Episode 50. And it is with uh, a heavy heart we mentioned that Brian can't be with us today. We're actually going to disagree with each other and be pleasant. Where has he gone? He has gone to some gig or other. Some gig or other. Yeah, um, I'm sure he'll give us the full review when he returns, but it was um, one of these like... Um, you book a ticket, but they don't tell you where the thing is, type of thing. Oh wow, that's inconvenient. So it's a sort of, I think it's one of those like surprise venues, or maybe I'm making shit up. Um, I'd hate that. Stay, stay tuned to the end of the stream to find out if Aiden's got the wrong end of the stick altogether, and it's just like it's just that bar. You'd hate that. Yeah, I'd hate it. Yeah, well, I don't like not the biggest live music. Well, I know that the the Van Gogh event that they're doing in Dublin, the sort of interactive immersive mm-hmm. thing. Like they're selling tickets for that like crazy, but it's still like venue to be announced soon. Like, well, I don't mind if like there's... if I'm buying a ticket for something and they haven't announced the venue yet. But like, I don't want to. I don't want to be like on the day. Oh, you have to go to this place. Oh, I'm sure he knew in advance mm. where he had to go. But I think I don't know. We're just making shit up now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he listens back to these? No. No, we have no evidence in 50 episodes that he's listened to any of these. Yeah, which is probably good because... Despite despite insisting episode one that he have pre-approval and get the episodes ahead (laughs) of time before we release them, I make sure to send these over two days in advance so that they can be listened to ahead of time. And, I mean, he's never commented. No. Really? No. I don't get the sense that he listens to to you. No, I don't think he listens. But that's okay. Okay. That's okay. I I think he's better off not listening. Because if he hurt himself, Mm. he'd never want to speak in the podcast again. I think the thing is as well, though, you obsess over little things, you know, like you hear yourself breathe or you hear yourself huff or you hear something. No, really, the you only know? thing I was commenting on that time was that noise where I went like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, somewhere in the middle of somewhere in the middle of episode 48, you went. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking, whatever. I don't know what was going on. I think you might have like been reaching for something just out of reach on the ground from your chair. Could be. I could have just been trying to stand. Yeah. Um, so, it is the 24th of February, and we all woke up this morning to news that, to kind of odd, conflicting, non-specific reports, 
non-specific reports that Russia had crossed into Ukrainian territory. Now, I'm not quite sure if that's the disputed regions that have declared themselves sovereign so that he's, Putin feels he's not invading Ukraine, he's supporting sovereign states. Um, but I have seen clips where he's just like, the headline is he's declared war. It's 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 hard to it's hard to quite get a picture of what's going on. I don't know if you feel the same way. Kev. Well, like I've just, I've just seen like loads of stuff. Like, be careful what, what sources you're you're taking this stuff from. Yeah. Don't refer to it as like World War Three or Russia War. The Russian War is the Ukrainian crisis, is what it is, which I agree, obviously. Mm. But it's uh but um, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And then like you know, you're seeing videos of them like you know, shoot helicopters firing off missiles into what looks like fields. Yeah, it's hard to know as well. Like, I've definitely seen the, the the sources that you're consuming media through as well. Like, I mean, I there's, of course, you know, your Sky News, your Fox News, your CNNs, your BBCs, your Reuters and whatever the hell else. But, of course, a lot of people consume stuff through social media means. And, you know, I see a video of troops running through a street and I'm like, is that even... Is that Ukraine? Yeah. And then you see comments and they're like, that's uh, uh, Belarus in 1995. And it's like, okay, well, that's not, you know, it gets a little muddled as to what is and isn't real. Uh, I only bring it up here simply to say that I have a couple of colleagues that work in the Ukraine and we were supposed to have Anas from the Geekable podcast joining us today, but he is in Moscow and has decided that he would not be able to join us, which is perfectly completely yeah. understandable it's no doubt a high pressure situation our, over uh, there as well he has our love and support and we hope to just kind of hopefully catch up with him soon and and uh you know talk all things pop culture with him but uh certainly we understand yeah and that, as i say that's the only reason i wanted to bring this up is just to say that like our our, our, our we're thinking of you i, I do well want to avoid saying thoughts and prayers yeah, I know, um, yeah. Good we're thinking of you we're saying, hoping yeah. we're hoping for your safety good vibes everybody yeah, yeah. Here's hoping for the best, yeah. and let's just talk some pop culture bullshit. And and uh, Ireland has waivered any visa uh, things requirements for Ukraine, so people can freely come here if they need to. Amazing, which is amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, like as I said, my colleague was, you know, without getting into the specifics of his thing, but like we definitely said to him, you know, if you need to come to Ireland, we got yeah, you. Yeah, I know. You know? I know somebody who whose mum is on her way to Poland from there. So, just to start us off, I didn't watch a lot of stuff this week. I'm I'm busy populating my life with way too much doing. Um, I'm trying to write, I'm trying to draw, I'm trying to... Gross. I'm trying to go to the gym a lot. I'm going out on... I'm, I'm kind of like I'm being really sort of structured with the way I do it. And it's just like, well, I've completed my week's work. I've completed my week's workout. I've edited the podcast. I've done an illustration for the podcast. And now it is Saturday night. So I will go to a show in town. I'm making like a real structured kind of thing of it but last week what I did was I went to the Crack Den comedy in the Vintage Room in the Workman's which was very fun um, with Kevin Gildee and John Spillane I hadn't seen John Spillane before and it Fiona Frawley I think her name is John Spillane the fella from Father Ted no I think else. who's John Spillane he's a he's an Irish comedian he's very funny he's doing very well you'll find him on the Instagrams at the John Spillane Johnny Spills as he goes by and uh, did you um, go did you go by yourself or did you go with them yeah you went by yourself yeah fair yeah I'm just cool. Emer always says like oh I, I never went that by myself I was like I, I've done it loads it's great I don't need people no. no people are the people are the root of my problems but also you go out like you meet people it's Ireland everybody's yeah. so fucking mm. but no, I'm just saying like people people are sound people yeah, generally yeah. sound like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, 
leading into that, you know, I just, I went to, oh, actually, I went to, what I did was I went to John Kyo's off Grafton Street. I think it's John Kyo's. Yeah, another one. And I got myself a pint and I stood outside and was trying to do a little bit of writing on something. And a guy came out and just started talking my ear off. And it started with weather. And it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy just started going and I don't have to be involved in this conversation. And you're like, at first you're like, this person is crazy. And he was giving me the full rundown on his theories of the weather and the little bit of sort of study he's done in meteorological pursuits and talking about why Dublin tends to be protected from the storms because of the mountains, because of the channel, because of the English sea, because of everything that happens at what altitude. And it was like, Jesus Christ, what happened there? And then he just wandered into like, oh yeah, what I am is a financial advisor. And I think, you know, somebody like you at your age should be having this much. And if you've been living for home for a while, you should have this much money put away. And I was just like, why is he, was he how does he know all these things right? about me? And he's like, yeah. Oh, awesome every step of the way and then he was just like so what you should be doing is you should be getting together to deposit and then buying a house here and then doing and like he just sort of like laid out like a fucking 10 year plan for me and I'm just like that's awesome you see I told you go on your own you fucking you have to, you just got financial uh, a personal financial advisor amazing now he might be a lunatic yeah, who cares but I definitely took notes I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check but like where did he I got I guess I got free financial advice I listened to him. I don't. I, I also don't have the money to do anything like what he's fucking suggesting. But it was just very fucking funny. Did like I, I. He was this like all of his stories were like capped off by like anecdotes about like driving around the country and meeting random people. They always ended in something fucking filthy, disgusting, or like really? Irish Irish comedian-y. So you um, you loved it. Um, I was just I was laughing my whole off, but. And, like, I felt like I had to contribute, but after a certain point, I was like, nope, I don't. I just need to let this guy go, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I went over to Izakaya, which I had not been in in two years. Is that the, is that the place we did karaoke? Uh, no, that's Yukio, okay. but it's near enough. It's I always, on I do know Izakaya. Opposite, yes. opposite Walton's, I think. Yeah. Um. So there's Yamamori on one side of the street, and it used to be Yamamori 2, and they had the bar downstairs called Izakaya, mm-hmm. which is Japanese for bar. But then they just named the whole thing kind of Izakaya. So I just perched myself up at the bar and ordered myself a duck ramen. And it was delicious. I'm just giving restaurant recommendations for people in Dublin at this point. And then I went to my comedy show and I tootled off and got the dart home. I was in bed by about 10 past 12 and I slept the night away. No, but that so sounds like a uh, lovely evening. It was a lovely evening. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't go. Hmm. I did invite you, didn't yeah. I? I did. I did yeah, tell but, you about. But yeah, it hit me up. Uh, last weekend was my draw weekend, and I spent and I was doing sure. it. And uh, this weekend, I am actually going out for dinner on Friday night with me love. Huh. Huh. Comic books. Oh, no, okay. Not comic books. Emer, the other love. Uh, she. Uh, it's oh. my birthday next Tuesday, so. <sighs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! By the time this comes out, it will be my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. I used to hate when they did that in American shows, but now I know what they were doing. Crowd noises. I knew it was crowd noises, but oh. I just, I like, you know, like, like you'd be like, yeah, yeah, like that's, that's a crowd noise, you know? But when they'd be there and they'd be like going like, ah, it's just like, that's so weird. Yeah. Remember I guess you have to experience a colossal stadium. This is, this is, this is, yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, do you remember the TV show Fudge? No. It was a do it I? was a boy and he had a dog called Turtle and he had an older brother. But Fudge was this crazy little kid. He used to always get in trouble and drive his poor older brother demented. Was it a cartoon? No, it was live action. 
and they love peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Oh, hold on. Um, I used to like, um, oh, was it Nickelodeon had like weird live action shows like Eerie Indiana? Oh, I and loved Pete and Pete Eerie and Indiana. I never yeah. had any. Pete and Pete was so odd. I never had any of the highfalutin Nickelodeon TV channels, but I had the Den and that was it. Both of those were on Channel 4. I said I had the Den and that was it. Oh, you didn't have Channel 4? Oh, I did, I did. It was it was very um, very staticky sometimes. It wasn't as clear okay. as, as the other ones. But you could see some mm. decent boobage on it occasionally. Channel 4 was like... Euro trash. Yeah, it was that kind of, you know, stage in my life. That... <laughs> that's 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 a... Before the internet. That'll tell you the vintage of an Irishman if they can tell you when they were watching Euro trash. Yeah. Or if they watched Euro trash. Yeah. Basically, anybody kind of i'd say over the age of 30 i was about to make a broad statement about uh, about irish people's uh attitude towards sexuality um but like i can only speak for myself really or anybody that watched euro trash but like it has to be couched heavily in a sense of humor based on watching yeah. like any sexuality has a weird english accent over going and then of course they got their boobs out yes. oh isn't it lovely you yeah, know Eurotrash is a very strange show very odd show mm. very odd show um, it was like it's really weird like that the guy who presented it created the show and stuff and sold it to different channels and things like that right yeah very strange I, I, I knew I knew very little of the I usually got about five minutes in and then was done fair my uh, you obviously had a clearer picture than I did <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah Erie Indiana what was Pete and Pete I don't remember Pete and Pete I've got better over time though now I can do it in about 2.30 anyway um, Pete and Pete was. Um, I don't know if you've gotten better. Uh, Buffering rates. Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete. Well, the goal is speed, right? Um, um, Pete and Pete. Satisfaction. No, there's no such thing as satisfaction. There's just getting the job done and getting back to work. Back to work. I'm, you did this I in mean, the office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My God. Next to the masturbation bush. Uh, next to the water cooler. Um. It's kind of hard to describe Pete and Pete, um, so I will get the wiki up. Uh, a seri- Originally a series of minute-long shorts that aired between okay, programs and Nickelodeon. That's why I never saw it. I don't remember that. The Adventures of Pete and Pete features two brothers both named Pete, referred to as Big Pete and Little Pete, who take a skewed point of view on often surreal events around the things going on in their hometown of Wellsville. Like, it's weird shit. Like, the mother has, like, a metal plate in her head, so she picks up the radio. Um, there's a superhero that lives in the town, but he's, like, an old-timey strongman, but he's also skinny as fuck. So, like, it, it's it's very odd. 34 episodes, five specials, and 16 shorts. Like, it ran for a bit. Um, you should check it out. It's absolutely... I remember it being mental probably just like it's probably not as crazy as i think it was but at that age it was pretty surreal you know and like it's weird to present surrealism to children in in that way yeah i do it's like it was like i do i do recall it slightly but it's also kind of reminds me of uh like well eerie and down and stuff of course but like um going around the twist and all that stuff Mm. like i remember an episode i remember an episode where Okay, this this is going to take a lot of explaining. One of the kids became fascinated by the fact that if he bought a brand new pair of underwear and it had the tag in it that said inspected by quality control number 42, they were always perfect. It was always a perfect pair of underwear. So he wrote a letter to try and find out who quality control 42 was and he found that he is the perfect man who does everything 
perfectly. And he comes to visit them and it's like he brushes his hair perfectly. He comes down the stairs perfectly. He eats his food perfectly. He does he hoovers the floor perfectly. And it starts driving everybody mad because they're trying to achieve the same state of perfection that this man has achieved. There's no scraps. There's no dust. There's no whatever. He just starts slowly driving people nuts. And in order to break this spell, one of the sons presents him with a plate of barbecue ribs. And it's just messy and horrible and disgusting. And there's like, there's no fucking chance in hell. And he perfectly, fastidiously just pristinely cleans these bones to a beautiful thing and leaves them in a lovely stack up and then when his hands are clean his face is clean his clothes are clean perfect and then they present him with the notion that you're not supposed to be clean when you finish your <gasps> barbecue ribs you have you have failed at barbecue ribs yeah, yeah. that's not perfection it's true. you failed and it's just like this shifting concepts of perfection it, it, was, it was pretty cool like, but it's like my Mima always says if it's meant to be eating with your fingers eat it with your fingers yeah, you shouldn't be trying to cut a pe- cut a, cut cut pizza with a knife and fork or a burger or a hot dog. Eat that shit with your hands. Absolutely, yeah. Though you should eat a Snickers with a knife and fork just because of Seinfeld. Um, I find that amusing. Nope. Uh, I do know somebody who uh, has been uh, over to Asian countries quite often and they eat with their hands more over there and stuff. And uh, he tried to replicate it here and it was just, just everybody slayed and was like, you can't. Can't eat like a roast dinner with your hands. It's disgusting. Eat properly. Yeah, I guess you gotta. Uh, when in Rome? Not even when in Rome, because there's absolutely dishes you can eat here with your hands, uh, like Asian dishes and all that kind of stuff. Like, but like just a roast dinner isn't eaten with your mm. hands. Yeah, so, that's yeah. context being important. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You gotta use the right tools for the right yeah. job, isn't that yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. You know. More or less. Um, so, what else have you been? What have, what have we? What have you been up to in the week? What, 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 what have you been up to in the week? What have I been up to? I um, well, nothing really aside from work and watching a few bits uh, on TV. To be honest, but I've been working a lot, so it's kind of hard any any particular pieces that you like or you know like anything particularly interesting or i'm trying to phrase this in a way that like it's just you like all your work but is there anything that stood out this week uh i did a piece uh i did an attack on titan piece and i've not i've only watched season one of attack on titan do you watch you don't watch much anime anymore do you I, I've never watched much anime, but I've always watched bits of anime, you know, like, so Attack on Titan was huge, and I was like, fine, I'll give it a look, and I watched the first season. I watched the first season there's, too. There's absolutely stuff in Attack on Titan that is astounding and really impressive, and the action is thrilling and whatever, but, like, it's like, I think there was, like, 26 episodes in that first season, it's like, that could have been six episodes. There's just so much talk and well, is that not, nonsense, is that and not just kind of running like, around in fucking circles and nothing happening. Do you know, I think that's, like, every anime. A lot like there's a, I always feel I like, don't I don't want to be the guy that broad strokes the entire industry or field or or, or um I'm not gonna broad stroke uh, yeah, it. I don't want to be that guy. But I'm just saying like kind of um compared to stuff that I'm more used to, there's I, I feel like anime just has a tendency to kind of uh be more prolonged than it needs to be. The the concept of what it needs to be like different different um different approaches to storytelling it's the same thing as like using the right tools for the right job that's the way they tell stories 
it's a little it's a little different structurally mm. fine um but like but there's, there's watched, stuff that's like, that's like kind of neat tidy and short and it's great you know um, yeah, I've watched, watched big sagas and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, like, kind of, uh, I have a. It's like it's like kind of say Supernatural, the TV show, like that just went on and then kind of just lost run of itself. And I feel like animes quite yeah. quite often just lose the run of themselves. Yeah. Um, see, the, the problem with that though is you you got to tell me what you're talking about, you know, because there's hundreds of them. So which which one are we talking about? I agree with Attack on Titan. I just felt there was way too many episodes. Yeah, I think for it was the Attack on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> I but I can't necessarily say that about My Hero Academia. Yeah, but I didn't watch all of that, did I? Well, that's, I mean, I can't help you there. But I, I just I just mean to say that like, I'm just not prepared to, to broad stroke a whole... Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking devil's advocate over here. Devil's advocate. I sit on fences. It's what I do. Sense fitter. Sitter. S- sense filler. Sense fitter. Um, um, I know, and I kind of like... Sometimes it's just like like kind of... Which which like which an anime went on for ages? I was watching. I was really enjoy. See, the thing is, right? I I love them and I can really enjoy them, but they kind of just there's so much of it. I I I can't, like I kind of get burnt out or I can't commit as much as I used to be able to. You know, um, I was really enjoying uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I thought it was fucking awesome and I want to get back to it because it was brilliant. Uh, but it just it was just like, oh god, there's another like couple of seasons here. It's getting there's a lot, you know. But that, that, that's a show with like high stakes. I loved it. Mm. That note is a little bit convoluted, but uh, but it's much better than the um, American movie. But I actually really like that note, just so you know. Death Note is one of those things that I remember learning about in probably like 2005 or six, and I still have not looked at it. Um, People have been telling me as well I should watch Mob Psycho. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Yeah, you see, they I, say it's good. I feel like I should like I should, like people love Berserk. I've done a few Berserk tattoos, and um, mm-hmm. like I said I did Attack on Titan recently as well. I feel like I should watch more of these things, but it's uh, finding in time can be tough, you know. Okay. okay. Where uh, like I like I like these like eight episode show, eight episode series. The one I want to sort of set on my list to watch in the next sort of week and probably for the next time we meet is um, there's a new animated series on Netflix, Cuphead. Yes, I want to watch which, it. Which is um also the cat burglar i think is on netflix as well just in terms of shouting out like irish produced content um so the cat burglar is written by charlie brooker it's an interactive animated thing so i guess you choose your um in the same way because he wrote the um the uh bandersnatch something like that yeah um something like that he wrote that as well um and that was animated in boulder i believe in dublin and um, um, so i'd know people that worked on that boy girl dog cat mouse cheese is on netflix and that was animated by people we know in dublin yeah Hello, uh, so that was cavalier yes oh yes that was cavalier and shout out to all the folks over there um thinking of you thinking of you Thinking, um, thinking about you lately. Obviously, I've got a lot of listeners from the animation industry joining in here. Um, shout out everybody. Um, and then Cuphead is, of course, based on the Pop- video game of the same name. Video game. Popular video game of the same Popular name, and game. it's um, kind of like the Cat Burglar as well. It's it's it. Both of those are emulating very old styles of animation or older styles of animation. Cuphead looks astounding. Like having a little bit of technical insight into how they 
did it to achieve that like that look is pretty amazing that's lighthouse studios which is a production partner with cartoon saloon they're both based in um kilkenny and we we know people that work on work in both of those studios Mm -hmm. and so shout out to the irish animation industry yes killing it but they've always killed it they've always been quite you know in in the mix of things yeah absolutely like we're like we're a um we're a lovely production middle ground if you like if you're trying to cut cost if asia's crazy cheaper um there's uh time differences in language barriers um so ireland is like halfway the distance in terms of saving some money but also having less of a time gap and we all speak english and get the jokes um so there's less of a a, a language barrier in the production process mm. Uh, so the Irish animation industry thrives. That and we've got really good tax breaks and um, good colleges. So um, good workforce, yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, so I want to check out Cuphead. Oh yes, Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to check out Cuphead. Yeah. I even want to play the game, to be honest. But yeah. You want to yes. play the game? I want yeah. to. There's all. I think. Um, I think there's a good. Like, Is it on the PS5. Yes, I think there's a good uh, two-player version of it as well, which is meant to be decent. Mm-hmm. Cuphead and Mugman. Yeah. Is that it's not, yeah, it's not really called Mugman, is it? Uh, the other character is called Mugman. That's hilarious. Hmm. Why? Because I thought you made it up. Oh. With your, could you have oh. a, you have um, an if one of them's red, one of them's blue, but they're essentially the same character design in the same way that cartoons of that era would do that. You know. Yes. Yes. Because you get to reuse animation in the loop. But how many feet does? Oh no, it doesn't matter. I can't remember. Uh, ask me. Uh, uh, try again. What was the question? What was the question going to be? Mm, it's a joke. How many feet of film or no? No. Um, We're not leaving here until you fucking say it. Uh, what would you call a mouse standing on two feet? I don't know, Kevin. What would you call a mouse standing on two Mickey feet? Mickey Mouse. Is it just because he's standing on two feet, or is there any rhyme or wordplay there that I should be? Looking what for? would you call a duck standing on two feet? Donald. No, duck. all ducks stand on two feet. You dumb dumb. <laughs> I see. I have been set up. <laughs> it was a trap, was... and I walked into it like some sort of fool. You are some sort of fool. You presented me with a pattern to recognize. And I slipped into it without thinking. Yes. And then you pulled the wool out from under me. You pulled the rug out from under so me. Actually, it was actually a TikTok I saw. And uh, then they went into a really weird, convoluted, uh, kind of dramatic argument about being a father taking the throne up from the son. Or the son taking the throne from huh. the father. So, yeah, it's quite funny. Shout out to those guys. Whoever it a, did it. A stealing, stealing dad jokes type of thing. Um, oh, maybe. The, the student has become the master. Um, I watched Love is Blind this week. Um, Explain that to me. Remember, like this is probably a dating show with an odd yeah, conceit. We, we talked about this already. It's the pods. The people don't see each other, and then they get engaged, and then they go and meet, and then they have four weeks till they get married and stuff. And uh, they have to go on honeymoon. They have to live in each other's, or they have to live uh, uh, together. They have to meet each other's friends and family. And uh, yeah, it's it's tough going. But some people are having real journeys. Real journeys. Some people are like, uh, you know. Um, 
yeah, just having a good good arcs, you know, from starting out being like kind of shadow, horrible people to to learning and growing, and you know, you actually find yourself rooting for them. It's like, oh yeah, I hope they get, I hope they make it, you know. Uh, so it's it's pretty mm. interesting. It's a whirlwind of a show, you know. I'm pro love, so you know, obviously, I'm always going to be in the corner of love is a magic thing, like that, you know. Hmm. I believe it's a hormonal response to proximity and it wears off after about f- four weeks. Waste of time. Stay indoors. That's complete and utter bullshit. I discovered a musician. Like, as in, like, you're going to sign them? Oh, no. you, you, this no. is a... He, he, he's dead now. Oh, he's, he's dead. dead, but it was pre... Yeah, I found his body. You, you found... You should have led with that, I'd say. No. Um, yeah, you um, murdered so somebody. there's a... There's a song, so my approach to music, I'm not a big music fan, I'm a big art fan, I'm a big movie fan, I'm a big TV fan, but my approach to, I guess, trying to creep some new music into my... Um, Vernacular. Into my, whatever, my, my daily listening is, like, I will listen to, just I'll just pop Spotify on fairly randomly, or listen to the Discover Weeklies and stuff, and as I find something new that I like, I will throw it into the, you know, a, tw- a, a playlist for a year. And then I'll just listen back to those years. And I've had a song on there by a guy called Jake Thackeray mm-hmm. called Laddie Da for years. And he's a, like, it, it's got this sort of like 70s y, late 60s, 70s balladeer, Bressonian vibe of just like, I fall in love, la da 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 da. And he's got like this Yorkshire accent on him. And it's, it's it's all about like I'll be nice to your mother I'll come over all la di da although she always gets up my nose I'll smile and acquiesce like it, it's like I, because I like you I will tolerate your family kind of yes. thing do you know what I mean I'll put I put up with all the other things because I love you so type of thing and I always thought it was just a, kind of a nice kind of funny twee kind of love songy thing and I finally like three years later just went I'll oh, just click on his name and see what else is in there and that is. The mo- I guess the most sincere song on the list while still being funny. The rest of them are just comedy songs. And I just, I'd never heard of the guy. And he was just, he was on the BBC a lot through the 60s and the 70s. Um, Jake Thackeray is his name. Um, like, there's a song called Sister Josephine. Sister Josephine, what do all these police mean by coming to the convent in a grim limousine after Sister Josephine? You sit with your boots up on the altar screen, you smoke one last cigar, what a funny nun you are. And as the song goes on, it's like, this is a bank robber that's been hiding out in a, in a, in a convent for 15 years, you know. Yeah, excellent. Um, um, Sister Josephine, sprinting through the suburbs when last seen, dressed only in your wimple and your rosary, a right funny nun you seem to be. Like, they're all silly... Britcom 70s slightly carry on vibe yes funny songs yes. and he's got a great voice um it does seem like the guy fell out of favor in like the early 90s and then just kind of retired to the countryside and got bitter and catholic and died an alcoholic in 2002 why why, why um, did you say that so happily because i am i'm removed from the personal involvement with the guy and it's 20 years since the man died and 40 years since he retired from music and 50 years since he started his career so I'm a little removed from it. I'm just giving you the, the history and broad sweeping bullet points okay we are all just grist for the mill man you know it's it's. I'm in good form I'm in a good mood <laughs> it's honestly. hard you know talking to you it's difficult <laughs> is it? oh yeah yeah 
Okay. Grinding it to the I don't mean it to be. Well, I know you don't mean it to be. It's Jesus. just who you are. Oh, Jesus. Is that somehow worse? Yeah. Um, there's a documentary from about 2002 called Jack in the Box. Jake on the Box is Jake Thackeray. Jake on mm-hmm. the Box. Because um, he was on the BBC a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I was like, who the hell is this? But obviously he has a, a, a degree of following. He was around a long time. So when you think of, like, your Noel Cowards and your Flanders and Swan and, and like... I don't think about them. People, people that wrote comedy songs through the 20th century. He's one that I was like... A Tom Lehrer would be another one as well. Tom Lehrer, Tom Lehrer. Weird Al Yankovic. Um, I guess Weird Al as well, though I've never really quite liked... I've always found his stuff too silly. You know, like, just eat it. Yeah, it's a great song. Living in an Amish paradise. Like, parody cover, which is changing words, it never it never quite appealed to me. I know he's hailed as a genius and people love him and fair dues. He's he's kept a career going I, for a long, long I time. I think, but. I think, and I could be really, really wrong about this, I think something really tragic happened to his parents. Weird, weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Like, I, you'd have to Google it because I don't know. And you'd have to Google it because if I, if I Google it, you're going to complain about the click clacking on my keys. Gold my keys. Uh, dead in their homes, apparent victims of carbon monoxide poisoning. That was it. Jesus. When was that? I think he was young enough, was he? Two thousand and four. Oh, no, he wasn't. He was. He was no. a man recording music. Uh, yeah, weird out. That, but that's so sad. Anyways. Yeah. Um. So Jake Thackeray. Um. F- funny, funny stuff up my avenue no doubt um i was gonna say something there died at the age of 64 separated from his wife and three sons jake yeah. i guess i just like the i don't know i like the misery <laughs> like the misery on the arse end of comedy fair what what is what does that say about me um i don't know i'm not equipped to to deal with that mess. Are you talking about me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's no dealing with this mess. It's a, it's a problem. I watched some of Space Force Season 2 as well. I, I started watching Space Force Season 1 ages ago, obviously, when it came out or something. Mm. And it just wasn't yeah. getting me enough. Yep. There's something about it that doesn't quite hold you, even though it's, you know, it's Greg Daniels as well, who's like Simpsons involvement and like, the office as well i think like a lot of great stuff behind that guy um i think it's one of these things that like it really feels like an immediate twitch reaction to the fact that trump announced a space force that's what it was and it's just like should have 15 minutes this should have just stayed a couple of tweets and not become four years and millions of dollars of production value yeah it's it's like snakes on a plane was a great idea on the internet but then it had to go through all of the production whatever the fuck to actually become in a movie and you're just like eh, on the other end of it it's alright I suppose um, I mean I'm enjoying John Malkovich I'm enjoying yeah the cast is pretty um, stellar yeah Steve Carell I'm enjoying I'm just bad at names but, the, but the whole, I'm enjoying the, the whole cast but... menagerie of people involved mm, yeah fair uh, I watched uh, One of Us's Line on Netflix it's a a new teen drama type of show I guess drama show um, it was very teen drama uh, on Netflix um, yeah look it's it's kind of it's I'm sure if I was like 10 years younger 
No. You're sure if you're 10 years younger, you'd have watched it and enjoyed it, but you're, as it is, you're 10 years older and you watched it and you enjoyed it. Yes, but I would have, I would have loved it when I was younger. I said, I'm sure I would have loved it when I was younger, but uh, it is actually good. Basically, uh, there's this kid in the, in the, co- in the, in the high school who runs like a TMZ type of pl- uh, thing where he just gets all the dirt on students and spreads it online. And mm. uh, he, he winds up in detention with a bunch of other kids and uh, he drinks from a cup that has, uh, and, and, and ends up going to anaphylaxis shock and dies because there's no EpiPens uh, and it transpired mm. that his cup was contaminated with some peanut butter oil uh, and he had a peanut butter allergy so he died and then it's the four right. kids that were in detention on the day or the five kids I can't remember in detention on the day kind of dealing with the fallout of the guy's apparent murder and uh, uh, trying to get down to it in different twists and turns and all that kind of stuff uh, it's, it's, like, it's, it's good I enjoyed it it's fun it's not, it's not like it's not like uh, groundbreaking stuff by any means, but it's uh, it's it's good. It's good fun. Okay, like it's enough kind of tension and drama and mystery to kind of just be like, I'm completely fine with this with with this not being a whole lot of effort. You know, I feel like obviously if it was more of an adult show, it'd be like higher stakes and kind of more serious and kind of like you know more intense subjects being dealt with and stuff. But this is pretty like. You know, obviously, there's a few there's a few subjects in it that are, are, are that, that are serious and stuff, but for the most part, it's teen drama, and it's 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 good teen drama. It's a series of books. Isn't I don't it? know. I just just I, I have no idea, man. I just watched the show. I didn't Google it. Um, uh, one of us is lying. One of us is next. Two can keep a secret. You will be the death of me. It looks like it's a series oh. of books. I'd be curious to see if they keep the one name. They'll have for Netflix they'll have, branding. They'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. It did end with, with obviously being option for season two, I'd imagine. I'd say it's going to get season two. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Koopa, okay. Koopa Van Grootel is in it. Who's that? As Nate. Nate? Yes. Koopa Van Grootel? Yes, I don't know, but that's his name. G-R-O-T-E-L. Or G-R-O-O-T-E-L. What a man. great name. What a great name. Um, well, let's watch The Hunted on Channel 4. Do you know that show? No, what's that? So basically, it's that we watched Celebrity Hunted and it was uh, in aid of cancer research because like one in two people get cancer. Well, that's 50%. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Um, so look out to yourselves now. Live, live life to the fullest. Live with kindness and empathy and sincerity and, you know, fuck everything else. But, um, you know I do none of those things. Yeah, but you should. You mm. should, you monster. Um, mm. But I was going to say, uh, ah, look, it's a good show. Uh, d- 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 two uh, two celebrities, uh, or like there's like maybe four or five teams of two, and they have to just, they're just dropped off in London and they're on the run. And then a surveillance team kind of that mimics the police and, you know, MI5 or whatever, pursue them. Uh, yeah, you know, using CCTV footage, uh, calls from the public, uh, you know, kind of aerial, uh, you know, tactics, drones or helicopters, whatever, and they're pursuing these people. And these people are on the run, and they'll use different tactics, whether it's connections or like random strangers camping in fields, grabbing trains, hitchhiking. They have to do that for X amount of time, and then eventually they'll get like you have to be at this spot at this time. That's the extraction point, and then they have to get there. But at the same time, they're being right. hunted. And if they're caught, they're just they're out of the game. But like, it's go crack. Like you do, you do be like really, really into it, you know. 
Uh, and I, there was some surprises this season. I totally judged uh, one of the teams, kind of just because I'd seen one of one of the team members on uh, the circle and uh, too hot to handle. I didn't see too hot to handle. I saw her on the circle, but another round too hot to handle. And uh, I completely judged her. I, I really did because she's just your kind of like um, what do you call them? Like George uh, Jer- Jer- Jersey Shore type of. You know, oh, Jordy Short. Type. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, you know that that that's that's kind of that Essex or Chelsea, I don't know, whatever that kind of reality yeah, yeah. TV type of thing. And uh, but he was, yeah. but but she was with a drag queen called the Vivian, who I'm, I I I don't know who the Vivian is, but um, uh, I thought like kind of my my first instinct was like, oh yeah, well, uh, the Vivian would have like a strong, uh, a strong connection, um. Sorry, uh, the Vivian, uh, the Vivian would have a strong like uh, community behind them, backing them. You know, like yeah, oh, right. try to infiltrate that type of shit. You know, but uh, hmm. but I miss. I I certainly didn't think that they were going to be because like they were talking about like you know kind of staying in hotels and you know, I was like oh god they're gonna they're really gonna affect themselves over if they're if they're not like willing to like you know just get the dirt. But they they did it phenomenal. They did amazingly well. They absolutely like no nobody nobody was expecting them to do as well as they did. And it they were like nearly nearly got there. They, they were they were literally it was like it was one of the most shocking bits of TV where it's just like. <gasps> Oh my God, they got them. It's just like, it was pure fluke. They weren't even looking for them. They were looking for somebody else and they just happened. They, oh the hunters God. just happened to go in somewhere to get petrol in their car and saw them. Oh, yeah, it was so... I like, and I, the, the, only first, the only frustrating thing is they only recognized the Vivian because of what she was wearing. Do you know? If she'd been wearing, oh, yeah, really? if she'd been wearing like something that was a little bit like more incognito and stuff, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been twice, but it was just like, is that the Vivian? And it's just like, that looks like the Vivian. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. They, 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 they would have been grand and they're on the home stretch. Like they basically had, had it in the bag and they didn't get complacent or anything. I don't think it was just really unfortunate. It, it, man, it, it was just so random how they got caught, but, but uh, somebody did win it in the end, but it was good. It's good. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of a silly show, but it's fun. I think it was just one of those weeks, man, where I was working late a lot and I was coming home and Emer was also exhausted and it was just like, yeah, like kind of just put this thing on and, you know, we can chat away during it and, you know, have a laugh or whatever. But mm. yeah, chill. That's cool. Would you, would you recommend it to people then? Like, is it on? It's on, if, it's on, like a catch it's, up it's or on something? 4OD. If people don't have, oh, if people don't have okay. 4D, just get 4D. It is, there's so much great content on 4D. I love it. Is 4OD like geo-blocked or nope. anything, or is it just there nope. for everyone? It's just it's there for everybody. It's so good. You can't use the BBC one, but you can use Channel 4 one. Oh. It's really good. Yeah, a lot of great stuff on Channel 4. Like, I used to watch a lot of their stuff on YouTube. Um, I do remember that it was like... Sorry, I think it was around Christmas or something, and it was like... I had a desk in the corner of the office, and I was just... I was kind of just working away, and the way I was set up, you just... You know, the rest of the room just couldn't see what was on my second screen, so I would just be running YouTube YouTube shows. YouTube shows. What were you about to fucking say? What were you about to suggest? <laughs> okay, is this, is this in work or at home? Yeah, I just was. I was just working away, and I just had a YouTube show going beside me. But it was. It's still like. It's kind of just like when people just see that you just got shit running on your screen. It feels disrespectful. It yeah, feels like you're not. You're not- doing your work but it's like i am just leave me the fuck alone but i was just noise. head down doing i was head down doing my thing and i looked up and my boss was standing beside me 
and I had Kirsty Allsop's homemade homes. Oh Jesus! And it was <laughs> and it was just like here's how to make a Christmas ornament out of some tinsel and a newspaper you found behind your butler. Oh my like, god! It was it was that sort of shit just playing on the screen next to me. What can I say? I I, I like a soft focus craft show with a posh British lady. Fair. I'm not sure. I'm not, not, not too sure. I'm familiar with one, but I get you. Didn't Angela Lawson? Mm. Isn't Angela Lawson? Go on. The 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 celebrity chef. Didn't she do something recently? Mm. It's like it's a clip that went viral, and she says something, and it's the way she says it is just so strange. Okay, what it's kind of like oh, something about frying pans or something. Microwave. Micro, microwave or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microwave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just place it in the microwave, and it's like you're so fucking. It, it's like during the fucking pandemic when the sort of beverageino thing starts. And it's like, Fancy some beverageino, and people start popping out of bushes. Anybody say beverageino? It's the most fucking obnoxious. Who said beverageino? Just the fucking internet. People like that's the thing about TikTok. People, it makes everybody think they can be funny just by doing the thing that everybody's doing. But it's like it's. Well, I saw I saw a video that said that TikTok was created by the Chinese government, and over in China it actually spreads a lot of like information and like educational things and resources and like the most popular TikTokers are like, you know, like people that kind of like spread knowledge and different things. Like it's it's kind of almost used as a kind of like a thing to engage and make children interested in X, Y, and Z. But then they released it over. this side of the world because they wanted people to just do mindless shit and get recognized for it and when the rest of society is, is being busy trying to get tiktok likes for mounting to the lyrics or words to a tv show and doing some stupid dance uh china is teaching their kids the relevant stuff right so they're they're trying to make us dumber and them smarter it's cyber it? crimes cyber war in a cyber world well that's depressing but uh, but it's also probably uh, all those shit. I don't know. Mm, it's hard to know sometimes. Because it's the only it's the only social media platform that wasn't created in America, so therefore. It Do has you think to be Putin DNA. and China will band together to take over the world? China's watching. China's watching to see how far Putin can get pushed before there's a pushback. I I hate this. Yeah. Man, why can't y'all just be cool? You know, like, let's just have a party. You know, uh, four years ago if, if we told each other this is going to be a global pandemic where everybody's going to go in lockdown you're going to stay at home you can't go all the bars and clubs and music venues are going to be closed there'll be no cinema you're going to stay at home if you go outside you have to wear a mask to socially distance uh, people are going to be getting sick you'd be terrified you'd be absolutely terrified so as Brian says as bad as these things are and they are bad sometimes life still kind of goes on and you cope keep calm carry on as the British would say. But they didn't. They panicked and they brexited themselves out of a support structure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you recommend The Hunted and one of us is lying and we're kind of on the fence about uh, Space Force and Love is Blind, yeah? Well, no, I'm enjoying Love is Blind, but I think there's only like one episode left, the wedding episode, so we've got to see who makes it or who breaks it. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Row indeed. Row, Shaggy, I'm having a stroke. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Um, what else? I think that's all I watched. I got some comic books this week that I thought were pretty nifty. Go on. The first one. Well, I got a few, but uh, the first one I got is called Step by Bloody Step. It's issue one. It's by uh, C. Spurrier. 
Matthias Bergara. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much the artist and writer in the book. And then I've always I've always said Sai. So yeah, right? I, I've I've read this. That was the first time I've ever read that person's name. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like abbreviating Simon, but I could Cy be making shit Spurrier up. Superior and Matthias Bergara, and then the co- that is a, that is an assumption. Colors by Matthias Lopez. Matthias and Matthias oh. different words. I know that, but uh, it, if you haven't got this, get it, get it. It is step by step. It's uh, there's no words, there's no dialogue. Uh, oh really? And it's um, it's just it's a really 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 amazing story of a young child and their giant kind of protector armored protector uh going through these like say vast lands trying to get somewhere away from something you know i'm just trying to be vague here because uh mm. emer who doesn't read comics and resents me for loving comics um was well i told her hey check this out and she was looking at it and she, when i was cooking at the time and she was looking at it and she was like <gasps> And then I was like, she's like, whoa. And I was just like, it's good. And she's like, have you seen this? I was like, no. And she's like, it's so good. And then like two minutes later, she was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh God, okay. I have to finish it. I have to look at the property, you know? But uh, then I then I was mm-hmm. looking at it. And I literally, I thought like, no way. And I literally like, like reading it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I literally had the gas <laughs> moment as well. And then it's like, it's like that was, is that what you're talking about? She's like, yeah, wait for it. And then the next one's like, oh my God. And it's just like, yeah, that's really good. It's only, it's one of four, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know why I thought it was one of four. Oh, cool. But, um, Super, 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 super cool. Super cool. Uh, I really, really recommend it. Step by bloody step. Definitely. Like if you're if you're not gonna get the the, the floppies, get the uh, get the old uh, graphic novel. The yeah, trade. The trade when it comes about. Um, also, I, I wanted to get Ben, who listens to the podcast. Shout out to Ben. Uh, Shout out to ben. ben. I wanted to get uh, Batman the Imposter. Uh, he says it's excellent. He says that's it's 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 it's, uh, it's just been come out in, in a I think it's hardback. It's like thirty bucks, but um, I've not got it yet. But uh, he wants to. He 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 uh, he says that's his Batman. You know, it's Batman. He loves that, that kind of story. Wow. So uh, I'm gonna check that out. It's meant to be awesome. Another book I got from Image this week is called Super. Just just going back. I think Cy Spurrier wrote um, a bunch of Star Wars books. Is he the guy who invented the character Black Chrysanthemum? I don't know. The 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 Wookiee in Star Wars. Oh, I don't know, buddy. I think I follow him a lot. Maybe it's not him. I just uh, there was a tweet where he was just like, I think it's him. He just said, "I ha- I have the first draft of the script where I call this character simply Newbaka." Oh, brilliant! <laughs> just such a funny, funny little aside. What's this next book? The other book I got is um, super massive, and essentially I don't know oh, cool. I don't know much about it except for it features Radiant Black, which is a really good ongoing series by Kyle mm. Higgins and Marcelo Costa, which I love, and I have I have so many of the original run and stuff. Um, I do believe they're going to be releasing a, a Radiant Red miniseries. Um, in March, and if you've if you've not read some of this stuff, it's it's good new superhero books. You know what I mean? Like it's it's good yeah. new hero stuff. It's like, and it's funny because it's like instead of like some high schooler in it's in some in school dealing with like the trials and tribulations of you know youth and growing up and all that kind of jazz, it's about a dude in his thirties who had to move home and is working for Uber and like hit a wall in his life and it's kind of plateaued and he gets these powers. It's kind of cool, you know, and. Um, 
but he's kind of they're building this universe and uh there is also another book coming out uh late 2022 uh called inferno girl girl red i believe that's a graphic novel actually maybe that's out already and then you have rogue son which is gonna be a new ongoing series and declan shavi did the cover for rogue son and uh that looks very very cool as well it's kind of a a kind of superhero i think begrudgingly takes his father's mantle um as the rogue son but it looks it looks pretty cool but yeah there's those two comic book shadows we don't really normally do stuff like that but not well we do but we don't do it as i guess as in depth step by bloody step is good i've just seen loads of comic book artists posted about it and i kind of feel it's one of those like comic art or comic book artist comic books you know that kind of way yeah, 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 like, like, like yeah, there, there's a, there's an ongoing thing on sort of the social medias around comic books that like, art cred needs to be more prominent for you and me. You know, we go to a comic book shop and we react to the art more than anything else. But there's a lot of people that are are writer led, which makes perfect sense really as well. But the thing is, um, you and I being such art heads and 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 scruff the same probably. Speaking for myself, I didn't. I never thought that artists wouldn't be getting as much credit as the writers, but it seems that that is very much the case. Yeah, well, you see, um, I have heard something about this before, where like in the nineties was all artist driven, and then that kind of petered mm-hmm. off because you had the likes of Boobaker, Bendez, um, you know, uh, even Sagas. What's his name? Chip. I can't never pronounce his. Chip Sadowski. more recently and stuff, but. Uh, you're talking about like it, it, J. Michael Straczynski. It, like yeah, it became very whole range of great yeah, it writers. Became very uh, writer led for a while, you know, uh, and it's uh, and those writers started feeding very directly into television. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Robert Kirkman's yeah, Walking fair. Dead and Invincible yeah. and like a bunch of other stuff from that Sky Dance. Sky Dance. Am I making that up? Don't know. I didn't see that. One. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Sky Dance. Sky Dance might be Tom Cruise's company. This. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, oh, Skybound. You're talking about Skybound. Skybound, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, that's what I was just saying. Like, it has been kind of like writer-led for a while now, but I think there's a little bit of a shift going to that. Or I think even there's like, there's a kind of, there's a big thing for like writers and artists, you know, as in terms of like... Uh, See, I don't know that there's necessarily a shift. I think the artists are calling for a shift. Oh. And I think the artists that we are lo- that we love are taking it upon themselves to try and bypass working with writers in favor of writing and creator-leading their mm. media so Shalvi's done a big run on writing things um with um joe palmer and what, what's time before the... time or something sure and like um bog bog bodies what is it called bog bodies with gavin um and like half past mm-hmm. danger stephen mooney's book yeah. as well like trying to did, like, did Shalvi write like that? no no mooney yeah, did, i think i'm pretty sure he did yeah um yeah um i know i remember listening to like like Grant Morrison's, is it Morrison did um, Batman Arkham Asylum? I don't know. Back in the 90s. And that was like a hardback book. And whatever deal he had, he got like a pound for every issue sold. And then the thing sold a million copies. Whoa. No Do way. you know what I mean? Like I'm, 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 I'm making that number up, but it was just like, it was kind of an un, an unprecedented uh, event. An unprecedented yeah. little deal. And he was just like, oh, I wrote a thing, fucking sold it. And now can like I'm set mm. you know and like he has his reputation and he can continue to write but like it's nice to have a bit of comfort you know yeah. how long do you think a million euros would last you how long do I think a million euros would last mm. me um, well I can tell you now hold on
22 years. Assuming? Assuming I spend it at the sort of approximate rate of my current salary. For how long? 22 so you're saying you're going to die in 20 years, 22 years time? No, I'm not. You asked me how long would a million euro last me and at the current rate of spending without any additional income, 22 years. Oh. Probably wouldn't last me very long, would it? Well, like, all you got to do is, look, this doesn't entirely work because I take my salary and then you got to tax whatever the fuck off it and you get an actual truer number of it. But, like, to, if you make 50 grand a year, divide a million by 50 and you get, I don't know, 20, 20? I don't know. I'm bad at maths. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I'm not taking into account any concept of investment or interest. I'll buy or... a house and I'll buy... Yeah, you see, that's the thing. If once you start spending it, yeah, but you gotta spend it to make it. No, well, I'm just presuming I continue as I am, and I last twenty two years. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, it does make sense that I would buy a house rather than continue to pay rent and not own anything in twenty two years? Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, I'm bad at business. You are. You are. Well, you made very poor life choices, but um, I have any. You have yes. Any um, I'm sitting here in a damp towel. That's your usual podcast attire, though, to be fair. Do you have two bottles of water? It was dry when Excuse I sat me, down. do you have two bottles of water there? Yeah. And what's wrong with your tap water? That's why That's why you're fucking poor. Because you buy bottled water. Just get a Brita filter. <sighs> Don't shame me for drinking water. Stop drinking so much water. I'm trying to hydrate. Yeah, but you have to go to the bathroom then. I'm not going to wait. I've been going to the bathroom a lot. I'm very hydrated. Yeah, well, you just you just drank into the water there. Um, what else have you been watching this week? I am. Um, I haven't got up too much this week. Um, really, in that end of things, um, I really have just been getting up, going for a walk, working all day, going to the gym, going to bed, and like by the time I'm going to bed, it's like because I still play video games. I'm playing a bit of Warzone with the lads, and by the time I go to bed, it's eleven o'clock, and I watch a little bit of YouTube and. Fucking the pass out watching you, TikToks. YouTube, huh? YouTube's. I watch uh, uh, Jack Jack Frags play Call of Duty. That sounds miserable. Why? It sounds so miserable. All of it. What? My entire existence. Mm -hmm. Which Man, bit? I, getting up in the morning. I wake up because I find that the hard. I wake up and I kill it. I go to work and I kill it. When I'm coming home to chill, I kill it. Emer's always just like, "Hey, why are you killing everything all the time? You're so you're so sick." And I'm just like, "Ain't no time." Whatever, dog. Well, I I get up in the morning and I work, and then when I'm done working, I do some different type of work, and then when I finish that, I come and do a different type of work, and then I sleep until it's time to work. Yeah. Um. Um. So so. It ain't no trick. To get rich quick when you dig, dig, dig with a shovel and a pick in a mine, in a mine, in a mine, in a mine, where a million diamonds shine. What's that from? Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we um, Peacemaker, please God, stop this. I'm sorry. Do you, did you not know the lyrics to that as I was no. singing it? Or were you just like, what the fuck yeah, is this? Hi ho from yeah, Snow White. But uh, Peacemaker. Okay. Um, Yes. I feel so, guilty for liking this show as much as I do. Really? Yeah, because I think it's better than some of the Marvel shows. 
It, it, okay, which Marvel shows is it better than? It's better than Hawkeye. Hawkeye. It's better than Hawkeye, 100%. It's better than... Oh, man. Look, the problem is, and... I don't know, this is where we have different opinions, I guess. I was kind of on the fence about um, Suicide Squad. The more I've watched it... I, I've not sat down and watched the whole film beginning to end again. I think I've said this. I It doesn't hold my attention through the whole lot of it. But if I just turn it on and watch a chunk of it, I'm like, this sequence is great. This sequence is great. This sequence is great. That whole end sequence with the with the giant starfish is amazing. Um, but it's just like, it's just, it's just something about the way it's put together that I don't want to watch the whole fucking film. I want to, I want to watch it again, you, to be honest, but yeah. Do. But the thing... Do. DC do have good results when they let somebody just, do their thing. just go a little nuts yeah. just do their thing and you know as much as i don't like Zack snyder's thing to, to name the beast that we've been tiptoeing around all fucking year as much as i don't like it he does his thing and people love it yeah you yeah. know it's 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 somebody's fucking groove but like it's not for me i don't i think it i think it misses the point of these particular iconographic characters or iconic characters um, the spirit of Superman is just absent from these movies. The I don't know. It's just it's not great. Um, Captain Marvel was a much better Superman, or Shazam as he's called now. Um, but the thing is, these Peacemaker shows are all written and, if not all, directed I by. Written and directed by. I think one yeah, guy. I think so. I've blanked on his name. James Gunn. Thank you very much. Did you really blank on his name? Um, I really just blanked on his name. I had John something in That's my head. That's so weird. I was trying to work out what. Um, I've got, I've got, I've, I've waterlogged my brainstem. <laughs> Too um, much water. I thought you had calmed down water. in the water. You wouldn't listen. Um, I'll tell you when I've had enough. So yeah, uh, I loved it. Great fucking show. And John it, Cena played a fucking blinder. Absolutely, unbelievable. From. It, again, he's such a dickhead in the Suicide Squad movie yeah. that I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I just I don't know if they knew this is what they wanted to do with him. You do get a little glimmer of the regret that he has when he kills Flag in the Suicide Squad movie. That like, oh, there's a little more well, to him. Okay, okay, okay. Should we should we preface this uh, with um, spoilers? Spoil. We're many, many months past the release of Suicide Squad. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, John Cena, the Peacemaker TV show. Oh, yeah. To be fair, we're going to talk. Yeah, real heavy. We're going to talk Peacemaker. Yeah, I would say heavy, heavy spoiler spoiler alert. And go watch it if you've not watched I, it. I, I, I think the thing is, um, there's eight episodes. They released three to begin with. So there's six weeks of me saying, week by week, I'm watching and enjoying Peacemaker. And now we are doing a top to bottom on it. And... One of the things I'm going to start by saying is I remember when John Cena started making movies and they were the WWE Produce ones. films and I would see posters for them and I would just go this meathead with his giant freaking arms. There's something weird about the guy and his proportions. I was like, you can't just you can't just make another fucking rock happen. You're not going to land somebody with this. Like, this guy doesn't have that charisma. You're not going to get that look. Yeah, twice. like and Batista. And Batista is like kind of like you know, in terms also odd, but also in terms of pro wrestler turned actor in in more recent years, Batista mm. is like it's The Rock, and then it's Batista. But uh, I would I would 
I would go out on a limb and say kind of Cena can outact the both of them. So I think oh it's hard to tell. Like I really loved what Batista did if only if he didn't have a lot to do, I loved what he did in that Blade Runner movie. And I'm, I'm like, ooh, we could we could see a little more from him in terms of dramatic performance here. You know, like there was just something so gentle and tired about his, you know, his protein farming synthetic 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 his protein farming synthetic that just wanted to be left alone to make his fucking food. Um I I quite liked it. Like it, it's he doesn't have a lot to do, but I was just like, okay. I am opening open to seeing this guy do more things than just be meathead. Now, since then, he's been Drax and, you know, Soldier Boy in uh, Army of the Damned or Army of the Dead or whatever it was called. And, you know, I'd like to see a little more of that. Um, but um, Cena has completely won me over by just fucking hard work and, like, he popping up in parks and wreck and train wreck and... um. Blockers was funny. Fighting with my family, I enjoyed. Um, See, I would just—I just remember what was that one? Um, father's home, daddy's home, daddy's home. Is he in He's that? in the sequel. Uh, oh, oh, daddy's home. Too. And I kind of like obviously I knew Cena was coming up and acting in different bits and pieces over the years and stuff. But I kind mm. of when I saw him in that, it's just like oh, they're going to try and make him like a like a, a comedy, comedy guy. guy or doing whatever you know exactly and. Um, I know he, but by the time he's in Daddy's Home too, I know he was in that. Mo- that's two years before Train or after Trainwreck, and four years after Parks and Rec. I see. I didn't know, but I didn't see him in these things. Mm, maybe I saw yeah, him in Trainwreck, yeah. but uh, no. I was just going to say. Oh, do you know what he's credited in Daddy's Home? Oh, he he plays a big enough role in it, like. No, in Daddy's Home too, he, he's in he, it. But in Daddy's Home One, he, he's apparently credited as cool. Yeah, dad. he comes he comes in at one stage or something like that. Like I can't remember. He's one of the kids, the fathers in the kids' class. So I can't remember. But he is. He features more right. in, in heavily in, in Daddy Home too. But anyway, so I was going to say is, uh, but no, I like, kind of like, uh, oh, just talk about Peacemaker. Sorry, uh, I think he's great in it. I think he really fucking like. There's moments where you, where you genuinely just you, you do feel sad for the guy, and he's really it's re, he's really easy it's really easy to kind of like kind of like oh come on you can do it you know you're not gonna fuck it up you can do it and your heart really goes out to him because he's when you learn his origin he's had it really fucking mm. hard and that's a cool origin like in terms of it's yeah. different it's not cool it's horrendous but it's uh yeah it's but it's well executed yeah, and presented to yeah. us and and makes him incredibly sympathetic yeah. Like he's a um, he's a big old Egypt who's been through a lot of fucking horrendous shit and tried to make the the most of it and do something positive. Yeah. Well, her- well, let's let's bounce through each of the episodes then. A, a whole new world. He he gets out of the hospital after the Cordo, Cordo Maltese thing. The Argus agents come and recruit him. Um, there's the whole butterfly yeah. thing. I love the like. I love the like. Project Butterfly, huh? Well, Project Starfish involved fighting a giant starfish. Am I fighting a Mothra? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, am I fighting a Mothra? Can I have a jetpack? Like, yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, it's really good. There's there's loads of this show, right? That's so... Mm-hmm. If it came out 20 years ago, it would have been a bad, cheap, sci-fi... Like, you know, you have yeah. your captain, you have your tech guy, you have your 
uh, badass female. You have all the tropes, yeah, all the there, tropes yeah. are there. Like, and like, there's even parts of it where this looks cheap. There's a there, there's a there's a scene where Vigilante's driving away as a newly blown himself up in a red car, and it, it looks like it's mm. literally just the cheapest camera running around a red car. Like, there's parts of it where it's just like this looks like kind of a real sci-fi uh, action show from like the early two thousands but done really like kind of owning it and done really well it's just it's a giant it's a scale of a hbo budget yeah. just going like let's let's just spend the money yeah like that that first episode like eagly is great yeah. vigilante is um, brilliant the, the hookup he has with that woman in the bar she is such like i that i guess is just james gunn's aesthetic of like 80s hair yeah, metal yeah, glam yeah. like rock solid body Primp haired, yeah. giant fucking barnet on her, going nuts on the guy like that. Him in his underwear in his living room singing to choir boy. I, know, I think yeah, it was yeah. singing singing into the into the the vibrator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. That's such a, and then the way that fight, like that moment where he then just goes, "I can't win this fight. I better jump out a four story window." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. He bounces through an awning and I'm sure he's either on ropes or it's entirely CG but like the way he hits the ground is so like ugh, visceral yes yeah he felt like he banged his knee it's yeah um even Harcourt in the bar taking out the guy who's calling her names is yes such a badass great little fight she's great she was great in it really really great yeah. in it yeah I think I think like that's what I'm um, saying like that's Jennifer Holland yes that's um, I believe she's James Gunn's partner, anyways. Fiance, but um, yeah. but I was gonna say, uh, she's she's brilliant in it. Like, like the 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 cast is awesome. Like, it, like everybody, like there's not like like uh, the whole team. There's not one like like there's not one person you dislike. Even Die Beard, you know. Steve Agee. Yeah, yeah. Um, the like I'm I'm gonna like bounce through the the character or the the episodes. Best friends for never. So this is the aftermath of that fight scene where there's a lot of him running around the the apartment block trying to get away from yeah, the police. So funny. Um the scene like he goes in and he takes these people hostage and ends up kind of like winning them over. Yeah, and he, and he's up. trying to get to the pack up his bag full of the records that he's stealing from the apartment that he had to get out of. Yeah. So good. It's so awkward and um Oh, the fact that like I like it's I'm just trying to think of all, he's so awkward in his underwear running around know, with that helmet I know, on yeah. um, he's such an odd shape like his arms look like they're a pain in the ass to carry around yes yeah you know like you see people with big arms but for some reason on John Cena it looks like he's just carrying these uncomfortable things around with him at times um, was, was the second episode when you saw it when we met Vigilante for the first time yeah yeah, he pops in the like he's he, he just shows up at the window of the trailer going, What's up, yeah. dude? And he's like, What are you doing? Are you jerking off? And he's like, He's like, No, I'm I'm just standing here. And he's like, What are you doing? I was like, I'm not crying, I'm doing my face exercises. Yeah, yeah. he's like, Look at me, I swear I'm not jerking off. He's like, I'm not gonna look at you. Look at my yeah, clutch, yeah, man. It's so good. But like Vigilante though becomes such a fucking likable character. Like you love him by the time the show's over. I loved him anyways. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. And apparently the actor who plays him uh, is British but for some reason on yeah. the show he wanted to stay in he want, he didn't say in character but he kept his American accent the entire time and and John Cena yeah. had no idea he was American or he was British 
So he played uh, McLagan in uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, I've seen that around a few places. In Harry Potter. So he, he was the guy who was just like, um, he was the other sort of Quidditch player who wanted to get with Hermione. But he, he apparently did that, isn't he? Excuse me. He, Finish yawning. I know, you don't have to say it. He apparently did that in his last... And yet, shut, I have well, to... What was this conversation? You, you, you grinding to the halt is worse than me yawning. Yeah, but I cut my grinding to the halt out of it. I, I, it it's, it's easy to cut that out, but I can't cut out a relevant piece of information well, I know, that's said through I know a yawn. I know I'm going to say it again. I'm going to repeat okay. it. Jesus, the right. cramp. Um, fuck you, fuck you. Um, fuck you. Uh, well, I was going to say, uh, apparently, yeah, he was studying like his last year in like some neurological, neurological, neurological. Okay. Uh, okay. Science. So he's just and he went and did Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, was his last year. He was doing it with, while he was in college or something. But uh, he's a smart guy. But uh, he is he mm. is brilliant in this. He is so 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 good. Possibly like I would say out of all the all the DCEU, he's my favorite character. Good lord! Why? Um, no, I, I agree with I agree with you. I'm just like his name is Friedrich Wilhelm C J Sostrom. Yes, but he changed his name because of a hockey player, Freddie Stroma. And yeah. um, I do I like that's 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 a Benedict Cumberbatch, Boris DeFeffel Johnson. Like I, how how posh is this chap? Um, but also just really fucking good. Like I don't know if he's the guy in the suit in the opening credits, but if you watch that opening credits, there is one person in that. Um, uh, dance troupe that is nailing everything with just a little bit of extra elan and it is vigilante now maybe they just stuck an actual dancer in the suit um, but as you watch it and I saw Gunn say this that like the the dance sequence takes on a kind of different meaning each time mm. with each episode yeah. like when you see you know Adebayo Vigilante and Peacemaker the two dancing mostly together the first time you're like, okay, yeah, I guess those are some of the leads. And then the police dancing together later, and it's like, oh, there's some of the leads. And then the shot of the gun comes down, and it goes to his father. Like, you don't think that much of it until you learn more about the story, yes, yeah. and you learn how these three relationship builds together, and how the police's relationship turns from being police to being... Butterflies. Uh, butterflies, like... It's pretty fucking great. Um... Better Goff Dead was episode three. I, I also enjoy the, the names of these episodes, like yes. the assassination attempt where we first meet Judo Master. I know, yeah, yeah. Judo Master is so good. Yeah, yeah even, even but even, sorry, just like, just to say, when you, it's the assassination attempt and how Peacemaker's having his own kind of moments, uh, his, his own kind of, um, I don't know what you want to say, but like... Uh, struggles uh and uh vigilantes just there is like probably like oh i'll do it and he just like mm, bop bop bye little susie bye georgie mm-hmm. it's brutal but it, it's that it's a, it's it might be the only moment in it where it's like vigilante who's clearly a fucking deranged Psychopath. human being has this moment of like hey buddy i know it's okay let, let me help I you know. Out. <laughs> yeah. you know it's like it really empathetically it's like you having some trouble with your killing here? Yeah. Let me take over. Yeah, for oh, don't you. worry you know, about like, it. I'll do it. Yeah, let me do that for mm. you. Bang. <laughs> and then Judo Master. Judo Master. So his name is Nut Le, N H U T L E, Vietnamese actor. Um It's he is I don't know what height he is, but he's like oh. four foot nothing next to Peacemaker. 
and he just has this confidence yeah. just eating Cheetos. I know, yeah. And even when he's throwing the Cheetos and they're cutting him, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He has him, he has him tied to a chair and he's just like, oh, big man, yeah? Yeah. Very scary. Big masculine man. Hey, you remember when I kicked your ass? <laughs> so good. He's so, yeah. so good. His costume's awful, though. But, but, obviously, intentionally, horribly so yep. you know like there's no way you don't know you've made an awful fucking yes i know what you're saying but uh like but vigilante's costume is cool yeah um uh, uh god the chode less traveled where they've got oh that's what he goes to visit his father, father. yeah yeah his, his dad and all that kind of stuff is brilliant as well like just yeah we, we got we got to say the father is um oh what's his name I want to say it's the team one Robert Patrick Robert Patrick from the from yeah, Terminator team 1000. Team 1000. yeah yeah team 1000 yeah but yeah. uh he's he's great in stuff he does you know what I mean like he's really really good oh, yeah. but uh he's yeah, he is he is great in um he is great in this you know but uh and like he's a real like he's oh, you really don't like him you know like you really yeah. hate him it's so good and even at the when the two lads are kind of giving out about each other and their dads and all that kind of stuff in the car uh and like kind of it's just so sad the way Peacemaker is so enamored by his father and his father's scum. Yeah, well it's just he's been put in this position where he's had to prove himself to his father his entire he's been life. Conditioned. And he still has that Yeah, yeah. groomed or conditioned. Yeah. To yeah. to feel to feel um to feel not enough. Yeah. And as you start to get this picture of you know, they start by showing you the stuff his father made him do, like just killing that man in the chair in order to like be, be a man but as they sort of start to establish the brother and the brother dying and realizing that it came from you know they they loved each other yeah, so much I and they know. part of what they did was this this kid boxing thing and chris just punched him well, you, wait, you, make, you make the sound a lot a lot a lot softer than it actually is when you say just just this kid boxing thing it's basically his dad was would pit his two sons against each other and it, people would basically just watch and bet money on it. Bare knuckle boxing in a pit, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, you yeah. know, and he'd make his kids do it with all these. I assume other fucking white supremacist jackoffs would just watch mm. these kids just batter each other and bet money on it. And they reluctantly did it, and and poor Chris hit his brother too hard and killed him. Horrendous. And then the way he goes, like, "You killed your brother," and it's just like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Real piece of shit, uh, the white dragon that was all that stuff was great. And I loved how Vigilante, when they saw the suit the first time, Vigilante was like, Oh, that suit's whack, like, there's too many weak spots on it in the, between the fabric. And you didn't know, you don't, you don't really catch on too much, you know. It's like that's a kind of funny uh, thing, but then, yeah, but then yeah. at the end of it, it's just like he just jumps over his back and, and that's it, so Shanks good, him. yeah. The, well, he has a great scene in the prison as well. Like when he when he goes in, like Adebayo sort of like what's um, uh, reverse psychologies him into killing yeah, the white dragon. He breaks his way into the prison and he sits down and like there's lovely little fight scenes. But that, but that um, that stuff in the prison as well. Like oh, how do you feel African Americans have contributed to uh, culture or something like that? You know, isn't it something like that? He says, mm. yeah, yeah. He says he says at one point he says I'm gonna fuck you in the ass to the point that it falls out and drags around behind you like a tail oh, like it's 
but it's, it's great fight. it's a great fight scene even though it's so frustrating the way the white dragon kind of even goes like oh, i know you those guys he he's just that bit smarter yeah yeah, yeah. smarter than you need him to be yeah uh which is how those things go those uh those uh kind of guys in those groups they're generally just a little bit smarter than unfortunately the, the thugs <laughs> they take advantage of and you know that's how it works the um the moment back in the mansion with the ambassador or the the senator they're trying to kill when they finally like one of the aliens crawls his way out of his head and it's like oh butterfly yeah, I get yeah. it and like the little slow mo like it's it's such a nice realization I think the thing is like even Mern says it at one point Chris isn't as dumb as you think he is and we need him on our side and it's it is this thing where it's like he is a fucking idiot in many ways but you know no he also get sorry he also gets it mm. you know he also like project butterfly okay you're lame you you know you again you're just saying what it is yes, you know yeah, like he's, yeah 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 um, and that that little sequence plays beautifully as well because once we finally see what that is and we're like oh these things occupy human beings and then we get a little montage of that map populating mm-hmm. where you see the population of butterflies across the, the united states and it's like oh god they're everywhere like the scale of it suddenly feels like because coming into it, especially once they started setting it up in season one or episode one, I was like, oh, this is just going to be an episode of the week thing where they assassinate a new political target each mm. week. And the idea that, you know, it goes, oh, we, we call these people butterflies and we assassinate them each week for the good of the country. I was just like, oh, it's just going to be an adventure of the week thing. But once you actually see that they're actually an alien race and there's a whole arc to this whole series, it really it made me much more invested in the show than like, oh, cool, this is. It's a big story. Let's let's keep going, you know? <laughs> the monkey Dory, the fucking giant gorilla. I know, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. But um, I was going to say... Oh, yeah, that was the one where Vigilante wanted to use a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah and then Diebeard uses it instead of him. Economist. Yeah. 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 Was that the... Steve Agee? No, I was going to say, no, that's not the one where they're, they're in the van rocking out. No. I think that I think that's Afterwards, after once they yeah, celebrate yeah, yeah. killing. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it, they, they, it is nice when you once you've killed a gorilla together, yeah, you can, you, 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 you've bonded. Yeah, but it is nice how you actually see them bonded and getting closer. Like yeah. man, like yeah. the, the, like like you know, what do you think there was? Like, you know, way we often say, oh, in the Marvel shows, there's like a kind of boring episode, or there's a fitter episode, a gap episode. That didn't have this. There wasn't. There wasn't. There wasn't. No. 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 It just told one story solidly. Very well paced. Really, really strong. Um, that's it like I, I told you I, I, I was watching it again between like last night and today mm-hmm. and like getting through it and going this just keeps rolling and there's great shots like I'm going back to episode one there now but when he goes you know activate sonic boom and the helmet goes yeah. off yeah. and it turns your woman into mush yeah. and there's a crater around him and there's just this beautiful shot of him in his underwear with the helmet on on this little plinth in the middle of a crater mm-hmm this car bash up and he's just so small nicely it's it's a lovely little piece yeah, of composition yeah. because he's just like what the yeah, fuck just happened yeah. you know like it's a great little beat oh it's so good uh, and then and then the the x-ray helmet. i know yeah yeah oh yeah that that was brutal and he just starts blowing the heads off straight away it's yeah. so good we're gonna go in here low-key activate x-rays bang, yeah, bang, yeah. Bang. he just starts shooting people in the face you gotta give it to like the trauma upbringing yeah and gone that like it has uh, it, the violence is done viscerally yes yeah and it's effective yeah, yeah. give that guy a budget like, I, I, to be honest I'd love to see him do a Toxic Avenger nah stay the fuck away from trauma trauma's best for no but a Toxic Avenger like not true trauma I just don't no. want it I just don't want it just Why? stay away from things I don't know I just Are think it's problematic sh- or anything I think it's, it's a, 
No, I just think it's a shitty cult thing that was shitty cult whatever. Oh, I love the cartoon. Trying to redeem it. I I think it like look if you trace, if you trace the path of the um, obscure outsider film, not obscure but like the extreme outsider film that was RoboCop. Mm through to the palatable Robocop TV series, through to the kid-friendly cartoon, through to all the merchandising and the toys, around to the sequels that got gradually worse to the point that they remade it with Kinnaman 20-god-odd damn years later. It's just so um, uh, neutered and just it's lost all its energy. And whatever the Toxic Avenger was, whatever it's that moment gone. it tapped into, that's it. You can't mm. recapture someone else's nostalgia. Like, the chances of... The chances of remaking Toxic Avenger in a way that actually connects with anybody, like the concept of radioactive waste and toxic materials was so ever present in the 80s because of the sort of nuclear proliferation and the... And the but now you can just say like 5G rays melted his face, turning into the Toxic Avenger. I, I just I just think it's a thing where it's like, who are you making this for? You're making it for people in their 50s or like the trauma movies in the 80s you know what I mean you're not going to get the audience you want Um, the cow holy cow yeah I mean I think we're jumping over okay, something a okay. little bit there sorry go but back like when you finally see that but go, go, thing, go on back to the episode then I'm trying to remember Mern after okay so like the x-ray thing leads you to the point where you find out that Mern actually is a is a butterfly and he has a thing in his head yes actually just uh, a side note about Mern uh, great, great character, and I really, really loved him. Um, great actor, hell of a performance. Um, do you know when? Do you know the way Mern enlists the other police officer? And yes, that guy is totally insane. If you see the after credit scene of the, well, there's after there's an after credit scene in all of them. Sometimes they're just bleepers yeah. and stuff. But his one when he's like doing like, oh look sad, and like his facial expressions. He has to have been like I don't know like a a monster. Or I feel like I've seen him in something before. But uh, he's brilliant. He was so funny. Is that character Locke? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, it was. Yeah. Cool. He was. A, he was. Cool. A, he was a police officer who was like. Uh, you know, had killed a bunch of the butterflies pursuing Peacemaker yeah. and Vigilante when they went to take out his yeah. home. Um, Eagly was really effective. Like, a CG pet eagle could have been a fucking mm. mess. And they used Eagly really well. I, yeah, I don't want to skip, I just, like, I don't want to skip ahead. What, what episode are we on? Um, well, this is Mern after reading, talking about um, finding out that Mern has a butterfly in his head. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I do love the way there's stuff like, yeah, I, like, I love all the stuff like, yeah, I worked it out. You know, like kind of just like, did you know this? And he's like, yeah, I worked it out. And uh, when they said even like die beard, die beard knows, and he's like, yeah, when well, he just keeps on putting his ears in it, he just yeah, yeah. And then he literally comes in. Well, that that's the thing of it. There's a little bit of like, like, I guess you have to. I mean, I'm giving this world and these characters so much credit now at this point, but like, they have to get to know one another. But like, Chris's arguments are rational. Mm. You know, I'm willing to kill whoever I need to kill. To maintain peace. But you need to tell me why Why I need to do yeah. that. You know, I can't just be told kill children. I need to know why I'm killing these children. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, like when you introduce him in Suicide Squad where he's just like, if somebody told me I need to eat this entire beach covered in dicks for freedom, I'd do it. And it's like, well, this is just yes. stupid. But like when you, once, you, once you root 
this and a little bit of fucking reason to it. Like he's, he is. Well, I think because when he killed cold and ruthless, but I think because he killed Rick Flag, mm. uh, that kind of changed him. That was the thing that changed him. He was just like, I, I just killed mm. a good man, and it's not for peace or freedom. And I think that's yeah. why he changed him. That's why he questions killing the kids. It's and, for hiding the appearance you know, of yeah. Maintaining the reputation of the government a bit. Yeah. I, I, I sent a picture into the chat there a couple of weeks back, maybe at this point, but it was like the director, it was James Gunn and Joel Kinnaman and Cena. And what I was kind of drawing attention to, and I don't think, I don't know if you noticed it, John Cena is the famously big man wrestler. Mm-hmm. Famously a big man. Kinnaman's got four or five inches on him in height. Uh, yeah, Kinnaman's a beast. Kinnaman is flipping enormous I didn't realise how big he was because I think of him as I don't think of him as small by any means but I do think of him He's as sort of, you know just like Scandinavian actor guy you know and like when can he be um, in the MCU you know what I'm saying sure I like I, I, I there's something maybe he could be Ghost Rider like if you think back to that first Suicide Squad movie where he just looks with his fucking hair and his shitty beard and ill-fitting suits that like he looks like Triple H hey hey, hey. you know Okay, nothing wrong with Triple H but it looks like I'm watching wrestling you yeah. know like it just looked uncomfortable you know whereas you know just put him in a yellow t-shirt like he was in the comics for 20 years you know yeah. and he, it's stop dragging around my heart I guess that's when they're en route to um to kill the cow so it's that car chase scene and, and it's white dragon and the like weird alt clansman people with their funny horns yes yeah the white dragon um I would say the white dragon followers Mm. Cult of the White Dragon. Cool. But uh, uh, yeah, Vigilante again in that episode, so badass. Yeah, this is the thing. He's a, he's he is a dope and a and a oh god, the torture scene where they're electrocuting Vigilante's nuts and trying to chop off his toe. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, I guess like we're getting sort of to the to the last episode there, that that finale, mm. which you can't have watched more than two hours ago or when did no, you? No, I finished it? it yesterday. Oh, yesterday yeah. did you? Um, two hours ago what do you think I? what time do you think I finished work at it's a Friday oh no it's Thursday they find that barn oh god yeah all the police get taken over by the yeah. butterflies as yeah. well the big like that was really well done when she was just sitting on the grass and he thinks she's reflecting but she's actually just waiting for all the, the butterflies to come down like I loved how just like this this just hits and hits and hits and hits and hits you know mm. there's no meandering around bloody stuff from waiting for like season two to, this was a this was a nicely wrapped up thing it was cool you yeah know? I yeah. loved it. Um, I know they've greenlit season two, and like, I'm so like I said to you, I finished it. I, I would finish an episode, and then I eagerly awaited the next episode. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't wait for it. And like today is Thursday night, and this is the night that I would get a cup of tea and go to bed and watch Peacemaker in bed, and I don't get to do it tonight. And honestly, I'm on like episode five of a rewatch. I think I'm just going to go upstairs and watch Peacemaker. Totally fair. <laughs> it's I'm kind of annoyed. But in saying that, I don't want six seasons of this. I know they've renewed for season two, but they can't maintain this. No, no, no. I don't know how long. Do you want do se- do season two and call it a day? Season two, maybe a movie. That's it. No, nope, season two and call it a season day, two, and he can day? guest in someone else's movie. Okay, fair. That that's my 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 plan anyway. Or or my sort of like min max. You know, I don't need more than that. Speaking of, let me have a good thing. Speaking of guesting other people's movies, the big 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 reveal. I was not expecting it. Neither was I. Really, really, very really, surprised. At the really end. surprised. 
I know. Completely, completely and utterly surprised. What are we talking about? The Justice League. Oh, okay. Right. I wasn't expecting that at all. That was so funny. Because like, sometimes I was thinking, like, would they not show up to something? Like, this is pretty big. Like, and, and like, in fairness, most people's opinion of Peacemaker is he's an absolute fucking idiot, you know? And then mm-hmm. um, when uh, the Justice League uh, actually shows up to the very end and he's just like, you're fucking late or something, you know, dickwads. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, it's it's Jason Momoa, The Flash, and basically Wonder Woman and Superman. Ezra Miller, yeah, yeah, but it's 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 so so good, and like kind of something about you, you know, do you fuck fish? And he's like, oh, I really wish that rumor would stop circulating and stuff. It's so funny. Um, also, actually, uh, which I thought was great. Did you like that? Oh, I I really enjoyed it. I was a little like, I was a little like, oh god, I wish they weren't in silhouette, and mm. we actually got to see them. And then as they walk past, and it's actually Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller, I'm like, oh cool, okay, they got a, they got a something there. It does kind of like go, you know, being nerds and talking continuity about it, like going, okay, well then, Green Arrow. He made some some crack about Green Arrow, so Green Arrow exists in the DCEU. Yeah, though we've not seen him. Yeah, what they talk th- about Batmite, we haven't yeah. seen Batmite. Yeah. They talk about who else do they talk about? They talk about matter eating lad. Like they talk about a lot of obscure um, DC stuff that we're like we really are canonizing a lot of this stuff into the DCEU and establishing the sort of the wacky and fun end of things as well a little bit. Mm. Like in in the sort of gun suicide squad. Who was it? Was it you or or I can't have been Scruff because Scruff doesn't like gun. But somebody going you know like is gun gonna be the DCEU Feige? Oh, I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. Um. I heard somebody suggest yeah. that. Maybe I heard that on the Geekable cast. Could be. Um, shout out again to the Geekable Go guys. Check them out. Lovely um, people. Lovely podcast. Geekable. But it would, like, I'd be reasonably happy enough of that. You know, like, if, if Gunn can sort of, like, serve as a guiding hand and temper his extremist sensibilities for when it comes to something like a Superman, you know what I mean? Or when it comes to something like a... A Wonder Woman, which I think he can. Do you know what I mean? Like he can go like it's appropriate in Suicide Squad to do a lot of like stabbing people in the eyeball, but it's not necessarily the same thing in a. Superman well, he's done his Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Yeah, they that walked the line of being just a little offbeat, but also completely within yeah within the boundaries of you know the expectation. Um, the sequence in that finale where they're trying to work out how to use the helmets to their best Brilliant, advantage. man. So, so good. Like, the show's really good, man. Like, I'm going to have to watch it with Emer. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it with Emer because, like, she can't miss out on it. It's so good. I think she'd enjoy it, yeah. yeah. I think, And I, I don't think you'll be annoyed that you're rewatching not it. Not at all. No, not at all. Looking forward to it, you know. It's really, really good. Mm. Um, Adebayo through the cow. Yes, I know. Torpedo head. Or whatever it was, yeah. Oh, activate human torpedo. Yeah, yeah, so funny. The cow was horrendous. Do you think, do you think that the alien, the butterfly's plan was right or wrong? It's one of these things where, can you... Do the ends justify the means? Do the ends justify the means? Do your morals, do your, do your principles or your philosophies allow yourself to be uh, uh, nannied by a benign dictatorship even if it was a benign dictatorship um because um like it, um i mean it's the same movie as um the world's end you know it's simon Pegg where the the ailing the alien governing body wants to control a proportion of the race in order to subjugate and you know calm the population mm. in order to to control them 
Um, I think the weird thing is that um, Chris or Peacemaker probably thought it was right, but he was thinking more about his friends. Yeah, I, I think he made the right choice. But I don't know, like, he would do anything for peace. And these people promised peace. But he chose to he's on, he's on, cast yeah, that away. Yeah, because he's on a personal development. He's in, becoming a good guy. But he, what he did was he sacrificed peace for his three friends. Yeah. Sacrificed global, stabilizing, environmental repair, economy and life around the world in favor of making sure that Harcourt Adebayo died. I just remembered Steve Agee just tripped. Oh, his break leg, leg is so funny. It's so funny. So funny. It's a really like good after show, everything he did, after yeah. everything he did, he just I trips know. over and he's like, "Oh, what? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's so good." And it's like a really bad compound break, so his bone is through yeah. the trousers, <laughs> just blood. It's very good. Yeah. Um. Didn't yeah. Um. What's the what's the? Is it Emily Emma? What's her name? Harper Harp. Harcourt. Like Harcourt Street. Street, Harcourt. She survived, didn't she? I can't remember. She Mm. did survive, yes. She did, yeah. yeah. And there's that moment where, you know, she wakes up and he's like, they said you've been by, they said you haven't left in nine days and then they hold hands and it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to get together, but they'll tolerate each other. No. It would be objectionable to see. Yes, they tolerate each other. But I would still click on that link. Gross. They tolerate each other as much as we do. What? Or I tolerate you. You don't tolerate me. Do you tolerate... I tolerate no, you. No, you don't. I don't? No. You shut your fucking mouth. Uh, you know I tolerate I, you. No, no, no. I tolerate you. You humor mm. me. There's a difference. Is there anything else to be said? I I, I will I say this. The, the theme tune? Yes. Oh, <laughs> the theme tune? Because um, I just, again, I'm not a big... Big big movie head or music head rather, um. So I don't catalog shit like that. But I'm just like, wow, wigwam and do you want to taste it? Which is a grim lyric. Do you want to? Do you really want to taste it? Give your dog the invisible bone. I don't. Okay. Um. But you you hear that and you're like, what a weird late seventies mid eighties glam metal. It's like no, two thousand and ten in Norway. (laughs) Oh really? It's not old at all. It's a great song. Uh, it's, it's, it's a banger it's but it's catchy. like it's um hold on let me just double check this um i do I, the music uh, in it actually just just while you're double checking that yeah 2010 norway the music is yeah. great it is so funny that like like norwegian scandinavian countries just like metal and Dude. glam shit it's just like yeah we're staying with this but this is where we're staying but, uh, yeah the music is great that, music. that and like roiks up and um those guys on a, um, what was that thing, the dating show, Cigaros. Uh, oh God, yeah. Um, I've forgotten the name of Something that show. Something of love, wasn't it? Um. Oh, Candy of Love or something of Daisy of Love. Daisy of Love was it? Yeah. But um, those guys they were interesting. But uh, <laughs> they just wanted a free meal, pretty much. But uh, an exposure because <laughs> they were only there for an afternoon. They had a pretty exposure, but uh. Yeah, um, the music's great. Soundtrack or the sound, the playlist is on Spotify. It's so good. I've had it playing and repeat. Oh, is is, is it? Um, 
Is it like an official playlist so. or is it I think a? So. I think someone put together. I think there is an unofficial HBO playlist. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's so fun. Like they did. Um, HBO put together like the West Westworld playlist mm. as well. Mm. You know that sort of like honky tonk piano. Yeah, I like loved it. Black Hole Sun. Black Sun and all that shit. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Did you watch? No, only season one. Westworld. Oh, me, yeah, me too. I tried to watch season Hashtag two, me but too. I, I tried to, I tried to watch what? That was that was a joke in, in a. It's a really inappropriate in peacemaker. In peacemaker. Yeah. But you see, you, you see, the thing is, the reason I stumbled on it is you sent me that in WhatsApp earlier, and I went, ha ha ha, and it's like I can't remember that joke. Yeah, because you see, it's in the. You know when they're um, they're in the room and they're debriefing each other, and uh, she sees uh, it's just before she sees Cena hug the hawk, and uh, mm. they're in the room and they're like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in, and then and then, and then vigilante goes, I tag me too, and it's just like, oh my god, oh. you're so fucking awful, you're all awful people. Yeah, I tried to watch season two of Westworld, but I couldn't remember what fucking twist and turn had happened at the end of I season remember, one. I was like, I don't quite remember. I remember some of the twists and turns, but I remember like putting on recently, we were going to watch it, so I put on the first episode of Emer, and like all the stuff I remember for season one happens in episode one. So I was like, what the fuck is the rest of this show about? Literally. Yeah. I do, By the end of I it... I remember the reveal, but let's not say it because of... What was the reveal? Uh, I, I don't remember the reveal. It's the guy who was it? What well, the guy who maintains and builds the robot is a robot. Mm. Bernard, yes, the watcher. Yeah, and Anthony Hopkins is like, do be, do be kind to Bernard. He's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like Hopkins is fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it's a good show. Ed Harris, phenomenal. I would watch season. I would watch. But it's, it's just, uh, it's just I gotta watch. But it's where, where's the timeline? Like the white hat guy becomes the black hat guy. Yes, yeah. we don't realize that. No, they, they go into it all. It's very apparent towards the end. No, but towards the end, but you no. don't realize that initially, no. and then towards the end, you kind of that's him when he was younger. Do and how the world changed. Yeah, I might have to like I haven't watched season two or season three of that. Like that show has gone on through some journeys. Too long. Well, I don't know. That that's no, I, mean, true, I just, want, I just, I just you... wanted to say that. Don't take everything I okay. say seriously. What's wrong with you? Should I take that seriously? No. Oh. Okay, so Peacemaker, Peacemaker, good show. How are you feeling about an HBO Penguin show with Colin Farrell? Because that's next, isn't it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, Did you not hear about that, no? God. But what the fuck can that sure be? Sure you don't fucking know. I haven't seen the movie. It's a, just a crime show? Don't know, Pat. I haven't got a clue. I don't know what, what, what you know, obviously we don't know what kind of character uh, Penguin's going to, uh, Colin Farrell's going to, be when he plays the penguin but um is this something that's going to happen then are we going to have offshoot hbo shows yeah i mean they're talking about a catwoman one with with um zoe kravitz and um things like that yeah okay but like i saw something today that said like an amc like there's a qualification called like from amc as like an artisan film Uh which are films that further the art of filmmaking and character development and like they're actually like you know, film as opposed to like a the movie. Or something. Um, I I'd never quite heard of that as a, a sort of criteria or something that they delineate or whatever. But apparently, the only other superhero movie they've given that rating is Joker, uh-huh. and apparently they've given it to the new Batman. Oh film. wow! So interesting. That's that's interesting. Um, so between now and next week. Thing is, we record Thursday, but I'll have seen Batman on Friday. 
but I also don't have time that following weekend to like slip in a recording and, and edit. So I guess it's just we'll talk about Batman the following mm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if this is your first time joining us on the end of the stream, welcome. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed it. If you've been here before, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for staying with us. Um, so anything you'd like to add, Kevin? More fingers to my hands. Thank you.